I want to share something that God has laid on my heart for this Sunday. As I was waiting on the Lord, God reminded a word from Zechariah chapter 4 verse 10. Can we turn to the passage Zechariah chapter 4 verse 10? Zechariah chapter 4 verse 10. If you're there, I would like to read this passage for you. I'm going to read this from the New Living Translation. It says like this, do not despise these small beginnings. For the Lord rejoices to see the work begin to see the plumb line in Zerubbabel's hand the seventh lamp represent this eyes of the Lord that search all around the world Zechariah chapter 4 verse 10 I don't know how many of you have read this passage but the starting phrase of the passage is a very familiar one I believe to all of us and what does it say do not despise small beginnings everything we begin in life starts from a basic level we start from a very foundational level and we see that in this verse what god is doing here is that he is speaking to prophet zechariah to give a message to zerubbabel saying don't despise the small beginnings because zerubbabel was doing something where he was starting from the foundational level and god tells him don't despise the small beginnings if you have a pen or a notebook with you please write this line down in your notebook or you can highlight them uh, in your bible or on the bible app zechariah chapter 4 verse 10 zechariah chapter 4 verse 10 do not despise the day of small beginnings See as human beings we have this tendency to think that if church has more in number then that's a very blessed church. And if you see a church lesser in number that may not be as blessed as the bigger churches. But in this passage is in this passage we are reminded of something very different. We are reminded of the way God sees things. God's vision is very different from a human vision. How many of you believe that? God says to Samuel man sees the outside but what does God do he sees the inside see when we look at times of beginning all the all the foundational times it may be a little tough there'll be seasons of difficulty there'll be challenges that you'll face but what God is telling here to Zechariah is do not despise the small beginnings because why if you go on to read this verse it says for the lord rejoices to see the work begin Amen. I want you to get this verse into your heart. What does God say? Do not despise the small beginnings for the Lord rejoices. What is God doing here? He's rejoicing to see a church being planted. He's rejoicing to see you start something new for the glory of his name. He's rejoicing to see those beginning days, those basic times, those foundational times. You see you know if 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 I came to Mangalore and if I started a church and within one month the church grew to 100 and within two months it grew to 500 1000 it went on it'll be like a, something great to share you know some some great miracle god is doing but here we are 3 years later still 15 20 sometime 10 15 20 and sometimes you know as a pastor i wonder god am i doing something wrong am i preaching something wrong But what God reminds to us through his word is do not despise the day of small beginnings for the Lord rejoices amen for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin in your life see the things that we start 
the work that we start or the business or anything that we do may not seem very significant to us but to god in his sight it's a matter of great rejoicing amen how many of you believe that god sees your insignificant times as a time of great rejoicing if you look at the context of this passage god speaks these words at a time when zerubbabel who was a part of the 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 tribe of judah and he was one of the grandson of the last king of the kingdom of judah and he was trying to rebuild the temple in jerusalem now if you study about the temple in jerusalem it was rebuilt three times one was by solomon one by zerubbabel and one by king herod and if you look at the life of zerubbabel zerubbabel came from the babylonian captivity he looks at jerusalem the city is in ruins and so he wants to rebuild the temple and when he goes to rebuild the temple what happens is he faces opposition people there start opposing him there was some conflict and eventually what happened is he laid the foundation and for 15 years the temple remained at the foundation level he laid a foundation and how many years went by not one year not two years three years but 15 years the temple laid at a foundational level and later what happens is god raises up prophets like zechariah and haggai to tell them that listen do not despise the day of small beginnings god is telling zerubbabel the temple that you're building is just at a foundational level but guess what god is doing he's excited to see the work that you are doing Zerubbabel when he faced a tough tough opposition he almost gave up but God says listen what you're doing is right and i rejoice in these small beginnings amen amen are you with me so far see in anything we do we always want quick success in anything we do we like to have an immediate success but what god says is don't despise the days of your beginning don't look down don't stop the work that you're doing sometimes we pray saying god how long will i remain like this how long will i remain small lord enlarge my territory you may make all these prayers but what god says is there's a season it's a small beginning rejoice in it don't despise them don't look down at them don't keep crying over it in prayer when your church is small small rejoice over it you know i've i've been in churches that are very big and very small and i can tell you that being in a small church is a blessing from a pastor's perspective leading a small church is a great blessing because all i have to think about is like 15 20 25 people <laughs> imagine if there were 300 or 500 it's a lot more work you need a lot more resources and god has a has a time for that god has a period for that but when we are going through these times we have to rejoice that god that you have given me one person because many times what we do is I was reading about this verse in the morning and someone wrote it beautifully. They said, when it comes to ministry, we always think of, oh God, this person is not saved yet. That person is not saved yet. But as you look from the perspective of this verse, what it reminds us, rejoice that one soul is saved. Rejoice that one soul has come to Christ. We always think of things that did not happen. Amen. it comes to our life you always think of oh god this didn't happen to me i was expecting this didn't happen but what this verse reminds us is think of the things that have already happened and rejoice in that amen 
We have to remind ourselves every day as we wake up in the morning, don't despise the day of small beginnings. Maybe I'm starting small. Maybe I'm starting my business small. Maybe I'm starting from a very low position. God says, don't despise those days. Because God rejoices in those seasons of life that you're going through. Amen. There is a reason why God says this. There's a reason why God says this. And I want to share that with you. The first reason why God says this is because we must understand this, that it is God who accomplishes the task through us. The first reason why God says is that, is that because it is God who accomplishes the task through us. I hope you're with me so far. You all seem very quiet today. We must understand that, you know, in the life that we have, in the calling that we have, who is it that leads us every day? It is God. And so it is important to not despise those days because we must understand it is God who is leading me every day and he lead, he lead me in the next month, he lead me for the next year. Because I remember in the year 2017, I was telling Miffy, I told her, by the end of the year, we should have 100 people in church. We still didn't have. Uh, we barely crossed like a double digit, uh, uh, single digit at that time, I think. And so sometimes, you know, all these goals and things that will come into your mind. And I've realized to put all that aside and see, what does God want us to do? And that is why I believe Vision Sunday is really important because sometimes we can get caught up in, oh, we want our church to be like this. We want our church to have this. We want to grow this way. But what is God's plan is what we have to look for. What is God's desire for this church is something that we have to constantly seek. I tell you, church, even in your personal lives, instead of thinking of all the things that you want to do, ask God, God, what is it that you want me to do? And I'm planning to prepare a sermon very soon and I'll share that with you. And the title of the sermon will be something like this. It'll be, Don't Follow Your Dreams. You know, if I, if I go to a college setting and say this, they'll throw stone at me. It's like, you're telling don't follow your dreams. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to work on that sermon very soon and share with you. Because what I've realized is, see, when, when I was growing up, I was a very ambitious person. I had five-year plans. I knew what I wanted in the next five years and where I have to be. And I constantly kept working hard. I would do double, triple jobs in a day and uh, make sure I only sleep for less amount of time and I work really hard. I, I was doing all of that. I was doing all of that. And eventually when, I, when God called me into ministry, uh, you know, it's easy to come into God's ministry and do your own plans. God, God kept reminding me over and over again, it's not about you. It's not about your plan. The biggest struggle that you and I will have is to let go of our dreams. Because our dreams seem very precious to us. Our plans seem very precious to us. But when you look at what God has in store for you, your dreams and your plans are not even, cannot even be compared. And that is why I say don't follow your dreams because God has a better plan for you. It may seem like a good thing. Okay, my dreams, I have to accomplish this. But the truth is this. When you... Follow God's will. When you follow his plan for your life, I tell you, you will be the most happiest person. Because when, when you come to God, when you, when you be in his presence and when you see God, say, God, how are you going to lead me tomorrow? 
What is the way that you want me to take? If you seek God every day, I tell you, your life will be like a tree planted by the streams of water. Your, your life will be a very fruitful one. People who come to you will be blessed just by the few words that you speak. Amen. When you live according to God's plan, you will realize that I don't have to worry about tomorrow because it is God who leads me. And that is why Paul tells this church at Philippi because they were great, greatly troubled because their future is, at, is in trouble because persecution is going to come on them any day. Just imagine back in the day, if you become a Christian, you cannot visit a shopping center. You cannot visit a mall. You know, nowadays when you go to a shopping center or a, or a mall, they will do a security check on you. They'll, they'll scan you. You'll have to walk through that uh, security checkpoint. But back in the day, if you have to enter a mall, you have to say prayer to their gods. Just imagine, you know, you, you are like, only Jesus, I'm going to follow him. And then you try to go into a marketplace. They're like, unless you say this prayer, you cannot enter. That is how the culture was at that time. So in those times, it was difficult for them even to live a normal life. They were living in that fear. And that is when Paul writes to the church and says, he who began a good work is faithful to complete it. In other words, he's reminding the church, saying, listen, you started your life in God and he will lead you through every day. The greatest mistake we make is that we start our life in God and we lead our life in our own way. And that is why it's always a struggle. We are struggling with our peace in our heart because we start in God's will and we live in our will. The reason why God is telling to Zechariah, do not despise the day of your small beginnings is because we must understand that every day it is God who is leading you. And the path that God is leading you right now will be too small. The path that God is leading you right now may be different than you're thinking, but rejoice in it because you're still under the leading of the Lord. Just, just think about it. What if you, you have something big and you're prosperous and successful, but you're, but you're out of God's will? How dangerous will that be? How dangerous will that be? It's better to be in the will of God and to do something small and to live in that will every day and to walk in his footsteps than to do something on our own accord. The human will always comes against God's will. It's always in, in fight, you know, it's like the, there's a conflict happening in our lives. There's, there's like this, you know, there's this fight constantly happening. God wants us to do something, but the human will wants us to do something else. We may look at our life and think, I'm someone insignificant, let me do something to boost my life or to boost my business or to grow my church. All these thoughts may come to us, but we must remember that it is God who leads us every day. It is God who accomplishes his task through us. Let me tell you honestly, you know, I, I would get on stage and preach and some days I'll be like, okay, I don't know what, even, I don't know what I even preach today. I'll be like, I have such a bad sermon today. And I'll get off stage. People will come to me and say, we were so blessed by the sermon. I'll be thinking to myself, I didn't preach a good sermon today. I was, how? But what I see is this. It's not about me. It's not about what I do. It's all about what God wants to do in this church. When I hear the testimonies, my heart melts with gratitude. Because to me, every week, every service is just uh, another routine for me, 
I keep doing it. I love teaching. I love preaching. I keep doing it, doing it. And many times I don't realize the impact. And when I hear these testimonies, I, I realize that it is God who is working in the background, molding and shaping the hearts of these young people. Amen. See, our young people need Jesus. How many of them are living in drugs? How many of them are experimenting in relationships? How many of them are living life that is absolutely away from God? And that too, sadly, you know, many Christians who have been brought up in a Christian household have strayed away from the Lord. Have gone totally away from God. And I tell you, our, our generation needs Jesus. Our, our world needs Jesus. And if you and I, every day, seek God and say, God, what is it that you want me to do? I tell you, you will be an influential person in your class, wherever you go, because God will bless lives through you. You may not know what impact you carry. You may not know the words that you speak. You may think to yourself, who am I? I cannot even speak a sentence properly. I cannot even frame an idea properly. You may even think of yourself that way. But when you live yourself in God's will, I tell you, he will carry you through. People will come to you and talk to you for two seconds or for two minutes. But they'll feel something different when they talk to you. You know why? Because you are living in the will of God. It means your life may seem insignificant to you. But God rejoices in those small beginnings. Because the reason is, it is he who leads us every day. And you, and you look at the way God works. He takes the weak. He takes the feeble. He takes the one that is rejected. He takes the one that is, you know, outcast by society and he uses them for the glory of his name. I know many pastors who are like that, who were, who were rejected by the family, who were rejected by their friends. They became people who stand on stages and preach about God in ways that nobody expected. He's the God who takes the weak and the feeble and accomplishes his tasks through them. If you read 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 27, Paul says like this, But God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. How does God choose? God chose what is foolish. God chooses the foolish. It may seem like uh, <laughs> that, that we are not capable of anything, but God chooses us. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. If you read 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 8, it says like this, He raises up the poor from the dust. He lifts the needy from the ash heap to make them sit with princes and inherit a seat of honor. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's and on them he has set the world. What does this verse say? He, has, he raises up the poor from the dust, lifts the needy and makes them sit with princes. You have to understand that it is God who raises us up. We may think that, God, I am weak, I am vulnerable, I am insignificant, people can easily deceive me, but God will say, I am going to choose you to accomplish the task. Your life may seem insignificant, your beginnings may seem insignificant, but God will choose the very person that is rejected. Amen. I don't know what you might be going through in your life. I don't know how you might be feeling. Many Sundays I, I come on a Sunday morning and I feel very incapable. I feel very incapable even now. Even nowadays I just like, God, what am I doing? I don't even know if I can preach well. All these thoughts keep running in my mind. But what God does is that in my weakness, 
His grace makes it perfect. His grace makes me keep going on. Many times we fail because we look at what we can do. But we have to shift our mindset to a point where we say, God, do what you will to do through my life. Because when God wants to do something through you, he will strengthen you. He will give you the strength to go on. Amen? Are you with me? He'll give you the strength to accomplish the task. So the reason why God is telling Zechariah, do not despise the day of small beginnings, is because for Zerubbabel to understand that it is God who accomplishes the task through him. If you, if you read history and you see, three, the temple was rebuilt three times. Solomon, Zerubbabel and Herod. And if you see whose temple stood for the longest period of time, it was Zerubbabel's temple. It is the one that he built, stood even longer than Solomon's, even longer than King Herod. When God leads you, when God opens the way for you, when God says, go ahead, when God gives you the strength, I tell you, you will be able to accomplish great things for the Lord. Amen. Your life has a mission. God has a mission for your life and you have to find out what that is. You, your life has a purpose and when you figure that purpose out, you have to continue to seek God's strength to accomplish that work every day. Amen. Are you with me? Sounds like all of you are very weak today. <laughs> okay. Second point. The second reason why God says this is because God says do not despise the day of small beginnings because we do not know what the future is like. We do not know what the future is like. The common mistake we make often is that we visualize our future based on the present. We, are, we see our future based on what we are going through right now. What God says is don't despise the small beginnings. Wherever you are right now, enjoy that moment. Work hard in that moment. Often what we think is we keep visualizing the future based on our present circumstance. But we must understand that foreknowledge or thinking about the future, visualizing our future is not our job. It's God's job. And if you look at Isaiah chapter 46 verse 9 and 10, if you read verse 10, God says like this, only I can tell you the future before it even happens. What does God say? Who can tell you the future? God. Now no matter how much you try to figure out your future based on your present and your present circumstance, you cannot. Because the way in which God lead you will always be beyond what you thought. It will be very different than what you thought. I tell you, the way I visualized my future many years ago is not what it is today. It's very different. Because I, I never wanted to be a pastor. I hated ministry with, with all my heart and with all my soul. I, I, because my dad has been a pastor and I know what pastors go through. I know the kind of tortures they're subject to. And I hated ministry. I would literally hate church if my dad spoke for more than 20 minutes. I would go advising my father saying, please don't speak for longer. Uh, he, we would have arguments back and forth. That's how I was. I was a sinner, deep, lost in sin. Didn't want anything to do with the Lord. All I wanted to be is a sound engineer. I was working hard. I was preparing myself to be a sound engineer. And one day God said, give your life to full-time ministry. Like, God, this is too difficult. He said, give your life. I tell you, my future today is never what I thought of, 
but it is much much better than what i could ever dream that is why i said in the beginning don't follow your dreams because the the moment you step into god's plan and live in that i tell you it's a glorious life you don't know where provisions will come from many people who come to our church a friend of mine came and he was like like josh how many apple computers do you have like they are there and and honestly the way we could buy all these is simply god's grace we have some exp- expensive equipments cameras lighting everything how I, i remember a friend of mine who came and he thought that we were somewhere outskirts you know somewhere running church in a small house and so i parked the car you know near that compound wall and he thought that one of the gates is the one of the houses is the church and i brought him here he was like josh what is this you know speakers and all look really nice people may have a different thought is some of my relatives thought okay i'll be somewhere outskirts of mangalore doing village ministry but here i am right in the city in the heart of the city rented a place and they came and saw and they surprised and i tell you it's not because of me every step that we have taken is a miracle every step of faith is a miracle i mean these lights they each one has a story i committed to that guy telling that you know i'm going to i'm going to pay you and send send the lights to me soon and i didn't have that money but within one hour i got that money the, the, the tv the, the cameras everything has a story to say i never visualized all of this but god had a plan and you know what happened god led me through that path and he made it happen he's the one who provided and to him belongs the glory the reason why god says is don't despise the day of your small beginnings is because you never know how the future is going to be like you will always think of your future based on your present and based on your present you see you are in trouble you are you lack something you do not have enough resources you do not have this or that and 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 you'll be thinking how is my future going to be like i don't see any progress i i don't see anything good happening in my future but what god says is this don't despise those days it may seem small it may seem insignificant but you never know what your future is going to be like when you live in the present that's a mistake we often do we don't live in the present we're always living in the future always living in the future always living living 2 years ahead of time and that is why our heart is filled with so much of tension you're always living 2 years ahead of time what god says is live in the present work hard be faithful be obedient accomplish my purpose because the more you are faithful in the small things that god has given you god will eventually lift you up in first samuel we see it says that god lifts up the poor from the ashes the needy from the dust and he makes them sit with kings he makes them sit with princes you look at the life of david he was a rejected man If you study about his life from the Jewish perspective you will understand that he was rejected even by his own family but God raised him up and you look at his life he was faithful when he was a shepherd he was faithful in the small things that he was doing and God raised him up to be a king who was one of the most prominent kings even today in Israel people talk about king david you never know what your future is going to be like and so as you're going through these small days the small beginnings of your life 
rejoice in them because you know why god rejoices in those small days as you're going through these small seasons of life enjoy it work hard be faithful be obedient to the lord because one day god is going to lift you up and when he lifts you up you will know that it is god who did this in your life sometimes you know you can lift yourself up you can take yourself to a higher position and what that will eventually do in your life is that it will make you proud it will make you you know feel good about yourself but when you let god do it i tell you every part of your life will give him the glory when you let god do it you know what will happen people will come to you and they will be blessed don't despise the day of small beginnings and i believe this is a message for our church as well and for each one of us individually do not despise the day of small beginnings we may seem small and insignificant but god's plan is much greater than what we can think amen i believe one day a generation will rise up for the name of jesus i believe one day a generation will will rise up passionately i look at young people they are passionate about so many things that are wrong passionate about false ideas false things and i'm praying that you know that one day they will turn their hearts and their minds to see jesus i'm i, I visualize often i i think of this and i uh, that that people should be waiting outside the church to enter for the next service because the the there's no room here it's packed i'm i'm looking forward to those days and i know god will make it happen god will make it happen when i when i talk to my mentors and i talk to my pastors one of the things they tell me is do your job faithfully preach faithfully serve faithfully god will bring the people god will bring people and i believe god will do that he will enlarge our territory and he will do what he wants to do through this church amen i believe the day will come and we will see a generation a young generation passionate for the lord in the city of mangalore doing great things i believe god will do wonders in the city and what we are seeing today is just a small beginning of greater things to come and i believe one day you all will probably be in a different place you'll graduate and leave but one day you will rejoice with us when you see what god is doing in the city what god has done in the city amen greater things are yet to come why don't we stand up in the lord's presence as we pray why don't we stand up and say god thank you for what you've done in our lives i don't know where your lives might be today maybe it's a small beginning i don't know where your life might be today something insignificant but god has a plan for you amen do you believe that with me do you believe that how many of you believe that say loud hallelujah hallelujah your life might be insignificant but god has plans beyond your understanding why don't we look unto the lord in prayer and say god remind me to walk in your ways every day remind me o oh lord that my future is in your hands remind me o oh lord that my future is not based on what i see today my future is based on the way that you will lead me help me to live by that o oh lord i believe there are some of you here right now who are troubled about your future you're always thinking about the next year what's going to happen with my future how is my marriage going to happen will i find the right person will i be able to do this you're always thinking ahead but what god wants to wants you to know is live in the present i've given you life 
I've given you provision that you need. I've given you everything that you need for now. God says, rejoice in that. Be grateful for that. Don't despise these days when you're small. Don't despise these days because you never know how God is going to lift you up. And when he lifts you up, people will be amazed. Looking at you thinking, I never thought you'll be this person. I never thought you'll be that person. They'll be amazed. God will do greater things in your life. Give your future into his hands. Don't ponder over your own future. Don't think God, how is my future going to be? Can I even sustain? God says he will make it happen. He will make it happen. You have to understand this church that there is no one like our God. There is no one like him. The alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end, the creator God, the God who spoke and everything came into existence. The God who calls the stars by name. He holds all things together. Everything that we see was made for him by him for his glory. That's the God whom we worship. He is alive even today in our midst right now. Reminding us of his ways. Telling us not to worry about what we are going through. Do not despise the day of small beginnings. To Zerubbabel this came as a word because he was building the temple and the project had stopped. But eventually God raises him up again. The temple was rebuilt and it stood the longest in Israel compared to the other two people who built the temple. I tell you church, when God leads you, you will be able to do amazing things for the Lord. When God leads you, when he strengthens you, you will be able to win many souls for the Lord. The words that you speak, the word that you share from scripture will touch and transform lives. I believe for some of you, God has given the gift of speaking. Don't look at yourself and think, maybe I'm insignificant today. Use what God has given you. Maybe in the area of music, use what God has given you. In whatever field God has called you, whatever place you are, whatever gifts God has given you, don't look down at that. Work hard on it and God will lift you up. Amen.